0: The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare. The things that make us feel for the masses, Jesus, Father, we ask forge. Forge out the things that defile, the things that interfere with the words of God. Lord, let there be a displacement today. there be displacement, replacement? Establish your intentions.
1: Refine as fire
0: My heart's one desire is to be. Yeah that your will be done here right now in every life in every heart have your way establish your intentions open eyes and ears hearts and understandings open mouths place a fire on our lips cleanse our tongues let only life proceed from our mouths May the fruit we eat from our lips be life. Thank you. Let a blessing come forth, not a curse. May we live here able to speak that which is life. Thank you. Amen. You may have your seats. I believe you've been exhorted significantly. I would like to add that which I believe the Lord wants us to receive this morning. Words that are the words of God, words that if you receive them, they will result in life. The Lord Jesus. In him there is life. This life is the light of man. In the book of John chapter 1. In him is life. In what? In the word. That's how the say says. Says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God. The word, the word, the word, the word was God in Him. The Father says, By Him, by what the word, all things were made. All things were made by the word, all things were made. Without Him was nothing made that was made. Nothing exists without the word of God. All things are upheld by the word. Of his power in him is life in him, and you're like, Yes, I want that life. He tells you how that life works. Says this life is the light of men, the light of men, the Word is the light of men. Word, life, light. Psalm 119, verse 105 simplifies it. He says your word is a lamp to my feet and a light. So he removes the in-between. He doesn't say it doesn't go from word to life to light it just says word is light just go straight word is light psalm 119 verse 130 says the unfolding 119 verse 130 says the same psalm you know the unfolding of your words gives light it informs the simple So if you're here and you want light. You want light. You want to see. You want clarity. You need one thing. You need his words. If he speaks to you, you have light. If he doesn't speak to you, You dwell in darkness. Darkness is not what human beings call darkness. Darkness is the absence of God's words. Darkness is the absence of God's words. So the person that says, oh, I'm enjoying life, you must ask that person, you have God's words? If he says, no, I'm talking about life, tell him you don't have life. It's not life if it's not God's words. The words of God, John 6, from verse 63. The spirit gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. What is it that usually will compete with the word of God? What is it that competes with life? If I ask you, you likely say death. And you are not wrong. The problem is just like light and life. Comes through the word. Death comes through something. And many people embrace death. But they don't know it is death. You see something else. Just like life and light is found in his words. So if you're looking for life. And you are wise. You look for his words. In the same way if you're running from death. Death doesn't come saying, I am death. I am death. It comes like something else too. The easiest to get is by just looking at the opposite of what we've talked about. The flesh. Spirit is life. Gives life. Flesh gives death. Living a fleshly life. Living for your fleshly desires carries death. But you might say, well, that's not too clear. So let's go a bit deeper. How are you going to embrace death without even knowing it? John chapter 6. Verse 26. We'll read. To verse 33 or 35 it's the same thing but let's read through first quickly jesus replied truly truly i tell you it is not because you saw these signs that you are looking for me but because you ate the loaves and had your fear do not walk for food that perishes but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they inquired, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus replied, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, What sign then will you perform, so that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven. But it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us this bread at all times. Jesus answered, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. Short journey. It starts with someone or people requesting for something what happens go and read the book of John chapter 6 from the beginning is that Jesus multiplies bread and feeds 5,000 people a young boy had just about 5 loaves of barley bread barley bread and the Lord Jesus takes it and begins to cut it up and 5 loaves only males were 5,000 they didn't count the women and children from 5 he multiplied it from verse 63 sorry verse 26 where we began reading the Lord Jesus said something very interesting he said it's not because of the sign which sign which sign the multiplication of the bread was a sign You're like, no, it was a miracle. He was feeding us. Yes, he was feeding you. Let me say something many people don't know. I think it's Simon in, 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 in the, in the in the Greek. A sign. An indication. A pointer. A sign. Something that points. If you came here for the first time and it's, you know, you don't know. This place. And they tell you, oh, the name of our congregation is God's Lighthouse. It's God's Lighthouse. So you came and you looked around. So told Oh, 15 Iqbal Road, the story building there. The highest one. You're just coming from Iqbal Road, roundabout. Enter Iqbal Road, just not too far away. You look up, you see the story building. The tallest building you can see. Just after Unuyo's first gate. Opposite the small park. You just see. And you looked up. Now if you came here some years ago, you wouldn't see anything. We didn't have any signboard. Purposely. But, okay, there's a signboard. The sign points. It tells you here, 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 here. The sign does not exist for itself. It exists to point to something else. So, when the Bible talks about signs and wonders, a sign is a point. Your signature points to, it's telling the person you signed for that you did it. It's a pointer of your approval. It points to your approval that he approved it. Whose signature is this? Did you sign this thing? You say yes. Then you cannot be found to say you did not agree with what's on the document. A sign from which you have signature, you know, significance, and many other concepts is that which is a pointer and indicator to other things. Many people many people do not understand the concept of a sign. Rather, your mind works. You, you think the thing you see, how do I say it? That Jesus fed them with bread. Wow, that's all there is to it. The Lord wants you to have food, food, food. Jesus' comment on his feeding them was that, oh, that was a pointer. A pointer to what? A wise person will immediately ask, if you mean you weren't just feeding us because we are hungry? I thought it's because you just love for us to have food. You know why we make mistakes like this? Why I can go out? Why many preachers will go out and make it their life's calling to teach people how you can have, have food? How, how you can have a lot of things? It's because they don't understand... when the Lord Jesus was born, they said this child will be for a sign that will be spoken against. He is a pointer. The thing being pointed at is more important than the pointer. The thing the sign points at is more important than the sign. The post. It's not, oh, it's very important. Have you seen the signpost? Let's gather, let's gather around the signpost. Let's worship the signpost. Ah, this miracle. Oh, man of God. Oh. The Lord Jesus himself in the book of Luke is set to be for a sign. He, the, he, Luke chapter 2 verse 34. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother, Mary, Behold, this child is appointed to cause to be the trigger for the rise and fall of many. Did you hear? Rise and fall of many in Israel. And to be a sign of, This child is appointed to be a sign that will be spoken against, not, they will point at Jesus and speak against him. In case you're thinking a sign will always be fine. Why would they speak against a beautiful sign like the Lord Jesus? Oh, the sign was not, signs are not necessarily nice. They don't, signs don't exist for themselves. Being fine is not your calling. A sign, a semion, a sign, a mark, a token, that which, by which a person or thing is distinguished from others and is known, or a potent, a prodigy, an, an unusual occurrence, transcending the common course of nature, God can use signs to confirm, the Bible says so, that God confirmed the message of the apostles with signs and wonders and miracles. In the book of Hebrews, God uses things to do things. He uses a sign to say, I sent them, I sent them. Hey, hey, you see this miracle, I sent them. Can Satan do signs? Yes. 2 Thessalonians 2 tells you that in verse 8, 9, 10, that they are for. If you don't know these things, please write them down. That's why I'm giving it to you. Whether I give you a whole book, whatever I give you, go and read it. Know it. He can give you a sign. Satan gives signs pretending to be God. God gives signs too. The coming of the lawless one will be accompanied by the walking of Satan with every kind of power, sign and false wonder. that's second Thessalonians 2 verse nine, specifically. That's a sign, but he's just copying the Lord. He's imitating what the Lord himself was doing in the lives of the apostles. He knows that when people see signs and wonders and miracles, they tend to believe, oh, this must be God. So there are many who are deceived like that. There are many who get deceived because of signs. But a wise person, how many of you understand that in real life, people have put up signboards to deceive people. Yes, no? Have people put up signboards and pretended that they have a business here or that they are employing people and people came and and it's fake. Are there many companies and workplaces that put up a sign and it's real and they are employing people? This is how signs work. And wonders and miracles. Second Thessalonians 2 Thessalonians 2.9 gives you an example of Satan copying. Who is he copying? The Lord. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 4. Hebrews 2 verse 4. Start from verse 3. I'll read the second part. This salvation was first announced by the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard him, and was affirmed by God, read, through signs, wonders, various miracles, and gifts of the Holy Spirit, distributed according to his will. So this is God confirming something with signs with wonders with various miracles with gifts of the holy spirit so god confirms things like this now satan now says when they hear this and see this they will believe that it is me they will believe that it is god so satan generates the book of revelation tells you that an evil out of the mouth of the dragon three evil spirits came out that these are the spirits that cause false signs and wonders in the earth. So it goes out and deceives people too. God is able God is capable of doing what he will do. He's capable of carrying out signs and wonders. But understand that the deceiver is also going to carry out Deceptive act. The deceiver is also going to pretend. The deceiver is also going to act in ways that appear as though he is doing something. So you will come and wo- how, when you hear the antichrist, how do? You, why do you think people worship him? Why are people worshiping even the enemy right now? Because he's pretending. Pretending, he acts like it's God, and people go and say "man of God." To many of them, fake charlatans, deceivers. But because they perform the sign, the more annoying thing is the many of them that don't even perform any sign, and people believe them. They they don't even bother to even get small juju power. Why will you follow a lazy fake man of God? Please, if you want to follow a fake man of God, follow a hardworking one. Do you understand? Sorry, this is that segment during my sermons when I give bad advice. Sorry, I'm doing my honesty. is a problem I have with honesty. Please, if you're out there, you love to follow fake men of God, can you find an original one? At least a self-respecting Juju man. Not everything is paper, fake, mirrors, smoke. Uh Uh-uh. They will now plan how they will deceive you. You now believe. At least, let it be that the guy worked hard. You understand? In all labor, there should be profit. That's horrible, right? <laughs> if you want to buy a fake thing, buy the better quality one. That's what I mean. Abi. How will you go and buy bad quality? Fake. Are you that low quality? Can't you upgrade your standard? Hmm? You're looking for, for, for a cheap and fake version. Ask for the high level. Just saying. Mark chapter 16 verse 20. Acts chapter 14 verse 3. And they went out. Mark 16 20. And they went out and preached everywhere. And the Lord walked through them. Confirming his word by the... Signs that accompanied it. Acts 14:3, Acts 1911. So Paul and Barnabas spent considerable time there speaking boldly for the Lord, who affirmed the message of His grace by enabling them to perform signs and wonders. Acts 19:11, finally God did extraordinary miracles through the hands of Paul. Next verse. Acts 9, 11, 12, 13. So that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick. And the diseases and evil spirits left them. Left them. So these are extraordinary. So he would, uh, okay, okay, uh, uh, you know. And they would bring handkerchiefs and say, could you could you pray for this. He says the hankies that touched him. So I guess sometimes people just put it on him and go and put it on someone. The power of God will flow out. It was astonishing, it was extraordinary, it was exciting. Those are signs. The devil is a master counterfeiter. He loves to counterfeit and he can copy every single one of these things. I gave you Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9, Revelation 16, verse 14. Revelations 16 verse 14 says, These are demonic spirits that perform signs and go out to all the kings of the earth to assemble them for battle on the great day of God the Almighty. What do these demonic spirits do? What do they do? demonic spirits perform signs <laughs> revelations 13 13 what does he say and the second beast performed great signs to cause even fire from heaven to come down to earth in the presence of the people who is it that called fire from heaven to earth before who is the most famous prophet who called down fire Elijah, Elijah. When the fire fell, the people went, The Lord He is God, the Lord He is God, the Lord He is God. What do you why do you think this beast is causing fire to fall from heaven? So they will believe that it's the Lord God doing it. And this is how the inhabitants of the earth will be deceived. There's a series we have, it's online. What was it called? Last day's deception, LDD. Last day's deception, if you go on YouTube, you see some of the videos, uh, but it's better you get the audio, the quality, and the better if you can afford to watch it on video, it's on YouTube. Last day's deception. Last day's deception. There's a deception coming. It was promised. I'm reading it to you now. Great signs. So if you're amongst people who run after signs. Understand that signs can be performed. By the Lord. And by Satan. Take note. So you must know more than that. You must use more than a sign. To confirm if something is true. And at the top of the list of things used to confirm if something is true is if it is in line with scripture S-O-F-T our sister mentioned she was exhorting you test things with one S scripture two others three fruit four time test it is it scriptural? Do the scriptures confirm it, or you just believe anything? No, no. Were you there, boy? I tell you that man get power. I tell you now. You been there, there. I tell you. Say this man called four people name for that thing. People wait no savvy. See this man. Every woman taught them fall. So that's a sign to you. That's a wonder. It made you wonder. That's why it's a wonder. Wonders make people wonder. Wow. God is the original source of these things. God is. However, Satan, whose name means deceiver, loves to steal God's worship and attention. So he comes and puts the seed. You have many people that are, Thoughts, ah, this is a man of God. Ah, this. And they are just deceivers. And demon spirits are performing signs around them. God told you in his word. So you must ask for more than a sign. You must see if it's scriptural. This thing he's doing. What is the fruit of what this sign you did? Did you do a sign and then tell me, fine girl, this is my number, call me. And then you call the number later. And you say, hey, come to room so So don't let anybody see you. The fruit is problematic. The tree looks like a good tree. Apple tree. But the fruit, when you drew near, you realize it's bad. Ah, so the sign came from another source. Are you understanding? You, you can't just go with the sign. You must go with the fruit. You must give it time you must watch ah he performed a sign oh give it time what time okay so what did that sign point to one of the ways you know either someone is immature in the things of God or is not operating with the spirit of God is when they point at the signs too much hey 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 look at the signs I do did you see the signs <laughs> I have signs Come to me because of my signs. Come, come. My signs. My, me, I. I am the sign performer. Yay. Once they make the sign the focus, suspect. Once the advertising signs, signs, suspect. God confirms, affirms his servants with signs. Some months ago, I was standing here and I said, I didn't even know many of those things. I confirmed it later. It turned out, I don't know how much I said it because I didn't know what was going to happen. It turns out that it was six years ago that I stood where we used to meet in my parlor at the time and said, God, after saying something and some things that were going to happen in the body of Christ, I said, As a sign, God is going to pull down church buildings. He will pull down church buildings. And the people were looking at me like this. So I told them, write it down. It's a prophecy. Write it down. So they wrote it down. Some. I don't know. I wasn't looking at their faces, really. Six days later. Six days. A church building. Fell down. It was on CNN. It was on international news. And cut human beings into half all over. How many of you remember? It happened in New York. Go online. You still see it. They were in church. I had said God will pull down church buildings. That's how it came out of my mouth. God will pull down church buildings. In six days that happened. Now some months ago. I think April. I was standing here. And I was talking, and I told this story about how, and I repeated it. I said, Go put out church buildings. Six days later, in April this year, a church building fell. From the time I said it, six days again, a church building fell in where? Lagos? Undo? Where? When it fell, someone pointed out to me later, whenever I heard it, six people were hot Six. Another person pointed out, it fell six days after you said it again. And someone pointed out, it is six years since you said the other one. And so after a while, you have to cool down and go. Now, it is not the falling. The point is not, wow, man of God, God is with you. Wow. Wow. My God, my God. My God, put up a banner. The man who predicted. Who predicts the falling of churches. No, no, not predicts. Cracks predicts. Who can command the falling of churches. Then I come and say, if you try me, I pull down this sword. Pull down this sword. Twice now I've spoken. I give you six days. That's when you're confused about what a sign is. It is for you to ask why? Why all the sixes? Why, why, why? Why, why? If I don't have understanding, I just say, wow. And I I sell myself on churches falling. This is not a covenant for This is not church. See power. Even though they pull down Satan, when they pull down God own. Power, pass, power. I now have a theme song when I come to preach. What's that song call power, pass, power? How do you sing Do you know a song about power, passing power? Tell me now, tell me. You don't know it. Were you guys Muslims? I don't know, but I think there are songs like that. I'll compose a song. (laughs) Power, power, power beyond this guy. I said, when I come, I'll come like
1: this.
0: (laughs) Listen to me. Signs point to something. So when I heard all these things, I started wondering. What is it pointing at? That's why I told the church. I said, this thing is, it's pointing at something. These six-day gaps and these disasters on churches. It's saying something about, it's not about the person that said it. That's not the main thing. Yes, a person can be for a side. Yes, I have a ministry to the body of Christ. Yes, part of my job. Involves bringing judgment on the body of Christ. It's a very real job. But it is. But it's pointing. The numbering. See listen. Six is the number of man. It's on the sixth day that God created the animals. The beasts of the field. The things that creep on it. And it's the same day created man. It's not a mistake that it's the same day. Because man that is in honor and does not know it is like the beast of the field. You come at the same time and you act like one who does not have dominion over sin. Rather, sin has dominion over you. You're like a beast of the field. Psalm Psalm 49. A beast of the field which perishes. The sign of six. It points At a time, what do you think 666 is? It's the trinity of man. It is man in charge in your spirit, in your soul, in your body. It is the rule of flesh, man's will being done on earth instead of God's will being done on earth. 666, by the mouth of two or three witnesses, a matter is established. When man in his fullness has done what he wants to do. And you have accepted it in your brain. Upon your foreheads. And on your palms. As you show in the work of your hands. When you have exalted man. When a man sits in the temple as God. That's 666. 666. When you refuse to accept their mark, you cannot buy or sell. They control. It is the fullness of man. Forget about a stamp on your forehead. Don't think about that thing too much. Leave all this stamping. Leave all these chips and things. Mm, Don't be overly concerned about it. If there's a connection, we will know when the time comes. But see, I told you, was it last Sunday? I told you how to escape the mark of the beast again. Hmm? i preached it many times. Go online, you see. Just check the message out. There's the other mark. It's called the mark of the born servant of Christ. It's put on their forehead. If it is there, there's no mark of the beast that can come on top of it. So all this preparation. I'm, I'm going to leave carefully. Oh. I don't want the mark of the beast. too. Oh. Clown. Till they put marks all over you. From head to toe. You'll be a walking mark sign. You, you know. Now I'm saying they dodge mark, You won't go and read your Bible. The book of Revelation. It tells you. There's the mark of the born servants of Christ. It's placed on their foreheads. If it is there, when the devil comes with his own, no vacancy. No vacancy. When, ah, vacancy. Bah. Bah, 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 bah. So you better occupy it. You're wondering who said this thing you're saying is true. I just told you where to find it now. Revelation 7. Go and read. Long before the mark of the beast comes later. The mark of the lamb comes first. If you're wondering, is this the first time a mark went? No. Ezekiel chapter 9. It tells you. They came. Six of them with destroying weapons. Leave it there. Ezekiel chapter 9 verse 4. Go throughout the city of Jerusalem, said the Lord. And put a mark On the foreheads of the men. Sighing and groaning. Over all the abominations. Committed here. First. First. They mark the foreheads of those who hate sin. Of those who are against evil. They mark you first. There is nothing new under the sun. Again you want to understand the Bible. Go to the past. You want to understand the future. You want to understand the book of Revelation. Daniel go back. Go to the past. There's nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes one nine tells you nothing. That thing you're seeing has been. You want to know what will be? Look at what has been. What has been is that human beings have been marked before with a mark. This mark puts it back. You're going to go forward. Is on those who sigh and groan oh God forgive Lord purge our land of sin you hate sin and you don't just hate sin you hate, hate that people are sinning you're not like what's man? Eh, when they do it I try. no these are the people that are worthy of marks so if you think you're going to live a wicked sinful life and you will not collect the mark of the beast you have something else coming As I've told people, man, that till you finish collecting it, you won't even know. You're looking for a branding iron to stamp your forehead. That's not how it works. Satan works by deception. Satan's number one way. Go and read the book of Revelation, chapter 12, 13, 14. It tells you he deceived all who, did, who who upon the face of the earth. He uses deception. He doesn't come out and say, I am the devil. Can't you see my horns? See my forked tail. Satan is way wiser than that. Satan puts on a suit and starts by saying hallelujah. It's when you don't know Satan that you're ridiculous. You don't know Satan. He's the master deceiver. His name, devil, means a deceiver. The one who can trick. The one who can make you believe what is not. The one who tells you, did God really say, nah, you won't die. If you eat this thing, you'll be like God. You see, you know the difference between good and evil. You know, we know the difference between good and evil. Yeah and Adam. You, you don't even know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything, anything like this. Anything. you don't know anything. You are like, not like babies. Eve now say, No, I'm not a baby. Say you're a baby. No, I'm not a baby. I'm a baby, I'm a baby. Say if you don't want to be a baby, eat this thing. Your eye go open, eye will shine. That's how the foolish woman. Without approval of her husband. Locked. When she saw. Never saw what God says you should not eat. When God says don't partake in something. Don't saw it. Don't see it. Sorry. I saw it just nicer. Try not to be seeing. When you see, God says somebody's wife. Don't look at her. Don't look and say, well, I won't touch her. I'll just look. Don't look. Don't look at all. Look like this somebody said is it your money no why are you looking at it look straight so, no I didn't even know when I I just said let me just take it. that's how all the problems on earth began someone saw Achan you know Achan the guy who when they took Babylon they said nobody should take anything from Babylon he said when I saw a Babylonian garment, I, I I I I saw it. You know what finished Samson? He saw a Philistine woman. He saw. I teach all who will hear me. Don't be seen. I tell them, don't window shop. Shop. You didn't hear me. Shop. Don't window shop. Shop means there's money in your pocket, have you? So you enter the shop, eh? You enter it. How much is this one? How much is this one? This one, co- ah, it's costly, oh. Okay, I thought. Okay, do you have another one that window shop is? This is the window of the shop. I like that one. Eh? You like that one. Save yourself, this world. This world is full of tribulations. Don't contribute. Plaza in the evening. Keep your eyes straight before you, the book of Proverbs says. Turn neither to the left nor to the right. Just walk like this. Stop saying, no, no, I'm you're not buying. I'm not buying. I'm, I'm, I'm not. You do till you become a, I don't know, you may take off. You go and pass. Someone, I'm saving your life now. I'm saving your life. You are especially female. I'm saving your life. Listen to me. Let me save you. If you like, hear me. If you like, don't hear. Till you enter four chance. Walk like this. In fact, don't be using that road. Put your head down like this. Look at the road. You know there's a gutter. Look at the ground. Every time you get the root down, pass. Because your throat, you're not the first. Our mother, this is what killed. This was killed. This is what led to a man killing Udo dog. This is why the first son killed the second son. Because someone looked. Did God say don't eat it? Yeah? Has God said don't wear some things? Has God said don't have some things? Why do you look at what your band This tree, you are banned from eating. Why are you looking at it? Why was she there? Why was she there in that vicinity at all? Were there other trees in the garden? Did did they tell her, did the tree's committee say, don't stand under us, Eve? Are there other roads to use apart from plaza in the evening? Pass. No, this is the short road. Look down pass Keke? stop looking when I have money Mm-mm. when you have money come and look before you have money don't look and this money you have be careful what you looked at because it's what you looked at before that your money usually goes to so you look for that mini that nonsense dress that rubbish that's what you, kept, that's what you keep admiring you admire nonsense, admire nonsense then you have problems in this one say God where were you when I needed you most now that I have become toast God will show up (laughs) learn learn even if you are not born again you see this thing I'm telling you even if you are not born again this church you just came learn to even people that have never gone to church, that learn to keep their eyes straight, they don't enter problems. Those, see see, 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 So far, the trouble you have, the one God has saved you from already. Uh, now, everybody knows that what I was preaching, I've switched. When I switch, this is specific. This is like specific prophecy. You don't hear what is not long, you hear me. Since you won't hear word, you hear me. You hear. I'm being like most people, you not remember you were one. You will be telling everybody, you people, do you hear what happened to me? What happened to you? You haven't seen anything yet. Okboroko oh, head. Keep your eyes do you? Who does not like good things? Here, let me see your hand. You don't like better. Who would not like nice dresses? Who does not like nice car? Who wants a very ugly house? Why now, someone should flow with me. Who who, who, who wants, who likes, the, your version of things is jaga jaga, you prefer it ugly. Who likes better hair? Who likes nice things? Who likes costly things? Who likes beautiful things? So uh, that person, Abi you see all of us, we are like you too. Did I raise my hand? Sorry. I like nice things too, we, we like that. How many of you like nice cars? When you see it, whether on TV or in real life, it's fine in your eye. You wouldn't mind, you wouldn't mind. Even if you can't own it, to enter it. Yeah, yeah we too, we like it. You, the difference between us and you, you said to yourself, I'm a go-getter. Yeah, go-getter, because you will enter gotter soon. The gutter of life. Have you seen where people like you end up? The throat is long. We have a throat too. We learn to hold it. Didn't your mother tell you to hold your throat? Whose mother here told him, hold your throat? Mothers don't say these things again? What do mothers do these day? They make up? You hold your throat. Whose parents here flogged them for begging, for collecting things from strangers? I wonder what the ones today to do. They say, "Ah, did you tell uncle? Thank you." Greedy mother, greedy father. Now you have greedy children. Hold your throat. Be contented with what you have. I don't care how greedy you grew. Get rid of your greed. Your greed will destroy you. Greed will destroy. Greed will destroy you faster than Satan. Even though Satan is behind it, but greed is terrible. Face your side. Be contented with what you have. You have three skirts? Give God praise and iron it well. Have you heard me? Don't iron it. Don't make it too hot. So you'll not be shining like sequins. <laughs> Some of you, you're terrible. Don't be ironing cloth. Like, do you want to change it to silk? It's Tessel. Stop that. Use a hanky, take a hanky, spread on it, iron. Hmm? Put a hanky on it. Stop shining your clothes. That we are not sure what it was. That's how you say, I don't even have skirt again. Why will you have, when you scrubbed it away with it? Some people, every iron, you turn to the highest. They say, that light has to show now. There are the times it should go off. I'm talking to young people too here. Many of you don't know anything. Older young people too. You don't know much. What I mean is what you have. Handle with care. So it will last long. When God visits you with finances. Then you buy the clothes. Don't be greedy. Face your side. Whether it is simple things like clothes on the wayside. Whether it's bigger things like. I don't like where I'm living. This one room. Manage it. If God now says, oh, I, I mean, it's okay for you to live a bigger house. Don't steal. Why, why, why are people doing Yahoo? Christians too. Yahoo. Defrauding people and giving praise to God and testifying about how you made it. Greed. You think you get away with greed? You don't. The Bible says it will destroy you. It says eventually that it will be like gravels in your mouth. Oh, there's this guy, my fiance, we are going to get married. How does he make his money? I don't know. I think it's Forex. Is it? Are you sure it is Forex? I don't trust that one either, but I'm saying. Many are not doing Forex, they are just defrauding people. Call it Forex. Anybody that sits on a computer can pronounce forex. What do I know? I don't have any friends that do it. But does anybody know? Is it true? Am I lying? Please, can young men talk back? Is it true or is it false? Is a lot of forex forex? Is a lot of forex not forex? Is it four one nine? Real four one nine. Say, so I don't know, he's, he's into, he's into, no, he's a thief. You are the wife-to-be of a thief. You know what will happen to the accomplice of a thief? You chop thief-free money. Say, this person now, allow me to preach. You know what you chop thief money? You know you're a thief, right? No, no. The blood is enough. The blood is enough to dodge you. <laughs> You're a thief. You like to tip. You enjoy tip, thief, thief, money. <laughs> Be careful, because one day, one day, all that does not belong to you say, "Let me out! Let me out!" And when food in your stomach starts trying to go upwards and outwards, have you vomited before? It's very comfortable. When it comes out of everywhere, you know that that which does not belong to you, you should live alone. Face your side. Work hard. Do honest work. Honest work. Be faithful and diligent. Let the Lord bless the work of your hands. Have you heard me? Yes, sir. Can I go back to my message? Yes, if you like hear everything I said and said, hmm, that preacher, I wonder what he was even saying. He was talking to you. He passed the message to talk to you. That's how much God loves you. You have no excuse. When the day comes, you tell you, "I told you that day I made it." You tuned it. That preacher said it. He told you. You now said, "No, it's not my portion. Whose portion is it? Is it mine? Is it me that I have clean hands that will now have the portion? Is your portion? Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. A man will reap what he what he planted. Onions generates. Pepper generates. Pepper. Corn generates. Corn. Stealing generates. Stealing. Crime generates. Lies, Lies generate. Lies. Evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. So they will hit you too. Bam! One day. Just don't ever come and cry to me. There are four nine pastors out there. You can find them. Go to them. They, they they will pray for you that your business will start again. Don't be a defrauder. Don't deceive people. You don't have to do it online. Don't lie to people. Don't deceive. Don't sell what is not real. Don't offer what does not exist. Don't say no if you do this. Don't say no. It's my work. You're a liar. I tell lawyers all the time. You cannot be telling lies and prospering. You can do honest work. Find buildings. Beg God. Give me buildings to manage. You can't be lying. Someone was telling us, one of our lawyers, said the man came. He said, I was not around when they came and carried my machine. The police came. That's what happened though. The lawyer said, no, 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 no. This is real. This is normal. Ay, God will have mercy on lawyers, most of them. Ay, God, die. Oh, God, have mercy. Where are the lawyers here? Who did disturb me? well, my hand? Do like this. You're a law student. Are you raising that hand for me? Law student. That's one law student. That's one lawyer. The rest are not here. How many of you want to read law? Raise your hand now. Maybe you're not in school yet. You're planning. you have been hoping I want to read law. Do like this for me. thank you, thank you, I found all of them let me save you before you begin you can read the law, I read law <clears throat> but know this every action you'll be brought into judgment for everything you did, do you know this law I said, normal, this is what they do normally you, even the ones that fear God small they will almost do it, not as bad. They sat there and wrote down. He wrote there on the seventh day of June, twenty twenty-three. I was that on the, this after that I was in my shop when the police came in, slapped me and even slapped my wife who was carrying our baby, and the baby fell down. I'm not joking. I'm telling you what they do for real. When they stand in court and read it, you'll be saying, "Try go punish police. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a lie. That is re- As you say, the man said, No, that's not what happened. They say, Wait, wait, you don't know. This is how you win. Oh, you think it's just police that are bad. You see, liar, you just. And they'll laugh, like, ha, ha, ha. Yes, yes, don't worry, you win that case. How did you win it? The amount of lies you told. Then someone will say, "Hey, leave. Let police suffer. They're not bad. So you join and be bad. When God punishes the police, you punish you too. Remember, you cannot plant pineapple and harvest mango. And their lawyers this is their whole life. Oh, lies! God, they lie daily. Then you go to church and be an elder. Try, but I always wonder if people think god is dead god is alive oh, and he's noting that everything there's nothing you're doing that god doesn't see even if god overlooks your evil Satan does not fail to write it down the accuser of the brethren that's his job he wants you to goof so he can use it 14 years from now you're in a situation Oh God, show up for me. Lord, I'm your servant. I gave an offering of 200,000 last week. Mama, mama. Ma. Satan is my Lord. On the 13th day of July 2021, they are accused. No, it's not my portion. It's under the blood. Which, what is under the blood? Is under the blood, my Lord. Your Word says in the Book of First John, chapter one, verse nine: "If we confess our sins, it's faithful and just to forgive our sins." My Lord, I put it to this court that the accused has never confessed. It. In fact, he has committed this same crime of bearing false witness, no less than four hundred. And thirty-two times between the thirteenth of June and now, of which the last infraction of your law was yesterday in the High Court of your State. My Lord, I put it to you that I have a right to afflict the accused for as long as I please. I rest my case. You think you know what spiritual warfare is? I just described it to you. This is spiritual warfare. This is reality. If you're going to have the devil winning cases against you, so what happens on earth? Oh, trouble. Ah, that's why things are happening. They accuse your first son in school. They he was not among, but they pack all of them and rusticated. Is this fair? They, they will hear from me. They will not have a lawyer. Nothing. When you have spent 8.4 million of money you've been hoarding from telling lies, you'll be wondering why. I pay my tithe. No devourer. They are devouring you. They finish finished devouring you. The total are devouring you. This is, see, 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 I'm describing Christianity. This is daily. This is happening everywhere. The difference is the 90-something percent of them are too blind. Not once do they ever know the source of their problems. So, instead, if they knew at least they will say God I repent forgive me I'll not do it again client what do you do who hit someone first you hit him first I'm writing it the way you said it <laughs> on the third day of January my client hits his neighbor first you tell the truth and David at the end of it you swear you hereby depose to this affidavit in good faith And in accordance with the Oath Act of the laws of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, you lied, then you swore on a lie. You came to court. They said, Say after me, I swear. Say now that hold the Bible, put your hand on the Bible. That everything I shall say shall be the truth, the whole truth. And nothing but the truth. Then everyone succumbs throughout. You stand there and lie throughout. They, then you go home. Then you go to church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brethren, I want to ask the church to help me pray. That my case will succeed. A liar like you. Oh, you want to win on earth. For up uncle. call. Other lie. Wait, tell. up For up uncle. Okay, if God shows you mercy, he stops, you lose on earth. If, if Satan is really dealing with you, you win on earth. Then on the last day. Next. Lord, I want to say that I was a choir member in my church. And, and that's my pastor there. In fact, no need to say anything. He you can come and talk for me. Your pastor is shaking where he is and saying, Don't call my name. Don't call my name. The pastor is looking up. Your pastor is praying under his bed. Holy Spirit, help her. Help, <laughs> save me. On a line where everybody is shaking, you're going to call my name. Don't call my name. That's why I warn all of you. Anything now now don't de- see on judgment day. Don't, I don't know you. You don't know me. Person, <laughs> they manage. The Bible says, "Scarcely shall the righteous be saved." The, you can't. Uh, you eh? Sorry, who are you again? <laughs> you haven't seen devotion to Jesus till judgment day. I pity my see. Be praying for men of God. Ah. God, well, judgment day is bad. Though. You know what the greatest problems for the body of Christ? No. Who preaches about judgment day? Who, who th- we don't care. You want to blow. You don't see Jesus would talk over and over again. He says, for there is a day. That's how Jesus used to settle his issues. He used to say, Listen to me, you give account. He kept saying it. This is not Pastor Ita's favorite pastime. You think I'm not afraid? Peter. He was about to leave the earth. They had fixed that they would kill Peter. Peter wrote the letter. Second Peter said, I'm about to die. I'm about to be ended. Uh, I said, let me write again and tell you guys how far. Uh, but The righteous, scarcely, I want to see it. Second Peter, I want to hear how it sounds in BSB. The righteous, verse 17, 18, just give me, give me something. You know, they will they, barely, did we, I say three? It's four. Is there four? It's first Peter that get four. No. Four. 17, 18. Go back. 17, 18. For the time is come, read, that judgment must begin at the house of God. This thing is saying it's not for believers, the house of God is for unbelievers. Where does judgment begin? Listen to me. Even if you can't read English, I'll give you one more time. Answer me when I ask you a question. Where will judgment begin? Where are you? (laughs) Judgment begins where? All those unbelievers, when when they die, you want better think about yourself unbelievers did what when we finish we're going back to chapter 9 of ezekiel unbelievers did what if i was you i'll never think about an unbeliever be pitting yourself jesus said to the people in judea he said woe unto you chorazin bethsaida capanum it will be better for sodom and gomorrah than for you the bible says in the cities where he did, did his greatest miracles You don't understand. Where does God do the greatest signs and wonders? In the house of God, in the church. We are the ones in trouble the most. Your being a Christian has finished you. It will be better for Muslims on the day of judgment. You don't understand? Go and read Romans chapter 2. We are finished. It's not only me that it's finished, you too. We are finished. <laughs> we, we, we are finished. Why? Because we know, to whom much is Even. given. Much is expected. So let's pretend this brother is a Muslim. He looks dark, you know. Come, give me your 2,000. He says, I have, I have only one five. Why? You're supposed to have the other turn. One, two, three, four, five. Ah. Ah. Brother White. Christian, bring your 20k. Brother, eh? You asked him for two thousand. Oh, they gave him very little. This is Jesus, he almost didn't even know himself. Uh you, all the way you know, uh Ah. 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 I call on the blood. How much do you have? 3K. Put your hands there. Set. We are not in a hurry. This is not five. This is what Jesus meant when he said it would be better. For do Do you know who was Sodom and Gomorrah? Were they evil? How can he be better for Sodom and Gomorrah than for Capernaum? How? Where he did his greatest miracles and preached. Where man of God and men of God came and went. He said it would be better for them. So be busy talking about Muslims and Hindus and Buddhists. Don't read your Bible. Don't read your Bible. Be busy looking down on people. Hmm. All these people that don't know God. I've told you, we are finished. You and me, we together. Now we, now we, 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 we. Every day, the other day I read a passage, he said, therefore fear. He said you will, He said, the righteous will scarcely be saved. They gave this guy five. Young, subtract 20,000 minus 4,000. Don't be in a hurry, we have time. Time shall be no more. I need two angels here, hold him. Don't worry, we be going on break. Break time. Uh, let's start with 1,000.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Say, God, is it fair? To whom much is given? What did I give you? What did I tell you? Did you have a Bible? Did you read it? Did you have Christians around you? Did you become friends with them? Did you have a good church near you? Did you attend it? Did that Muslim... Do you ever enter a church? I've been to Go Mosque. I know you're confused. I gave you the answer. Romans chapter 2. Go and read it. Forget what you've heard all your life. Read the Bible. Romans chapter 2. Read it from beginning to end. Write down your opinions. Write. Write free. Forget what you've heard. Just read the Bible. Take notes. Read another translation. Take notes. When you finish, come and tell me what Romans 2 told you. Ah, this man doesn't know what he's saying. How can he compare a Muslim to a Christian? Go and read your Bible. The Bible says you'll be judged without the law, that you'll be judged with the law. That's the scriptures. They will not use scripture to judge him, they'll use scripture to judge him. Now, if you leave now and go and become a Muslim, your own finishing is even more than the finishing of the other. There's nothing you can do about this (laughs) thing, It is what it is. God gave you favor. And then some of you are not just Christians. You came and you're hearing truth. Not just general Christian truth. You're hearing specific truth with evidence. Is it coming? God marks you and your forehead with truth. He tells you what you need. Next verse. As I listened, he said to the others, after I marked them on the forehead, follow him through the city and start killing. Scriptures. This is why there are whole segments of the church. they don't read any of these passages. When you get to this passage, they jump. My God cannot kill. Even though the whole Bible, Jesus, everybody said, That God kills up till the book of Revelation. He said, "I will kill them with death." Have you ever heard someone kill someone with anything apart from death? Hi, <laughs> hey God do yeah 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 yeah. Is the book of Revelation the last book in the Bible? But God does not kill. Jesus was standing in front of John saying, "I will kill." Her. I I will. Cast her into a bed of sickness. Revelation 2.23. Read with me. And I will kill her children with death. In case you think I'm killing you with life. Or killing you with spoiling you. Or killing you with money. I'm killing you with death. This is Jesus. This is Jesus talking. And he's talking to the churches. My God cannot wait first. Let judgment day come. You you answer God if you learned how to read and write. Say, no, but my papa said. <laughs> yeah, your papa. If you see the day of judgment for papas, oh, God, have mercy. Oh, God, have mercy on me. Oh, papas, pastors, preachers. Oh, God, have mercy. I've told you, when you see a man of God, pray for him. Just be saying, God, have mercy on them. Because to whom much is given, so even amongst Christians, there is the one they give more. Don't, don't be jealous. Don't be looking at men of God and say, I'm so jealous. Look at all the things they are enjoying. If it's all those kinds of men of God. You're jealous of trouble. Did you ever pass your neighbor's house the roof has fallen and say, I'm so jealous. God, may our own roof fall. Did you ever do that? <laughs> be careful who you envy. Why are you envying people in trouble? You're envying people in trouble. You'll be looking at someone. Someone has trouble. All of you that always look at rich people and you envy them. Your head is not correct. You are so jealous. Look how they are enjoying. Have you not heard that it's easier for a camel to make it? To make it. We pray that we make it, yes? The Bible says it's easier for a camel to make it, not to heaven. Through a needle's eye. Than for a rich man to make it. I know our preachers forgot to tell us. They forgot, you know, you cannot have so much money and also be telling people that you ah, shouldn't have that. Jesus said it. His disciples looked at him and said, Master, who then can be saved? He said, With men, it is impossible. He said it is impossible. Jesus said, With man, normal man, it is impossible for a rich man. This passage you people always quote for everything when you want something. Christendom <laughs> you see this passage you always quote when you want money this passage is telling you that it is impossible for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven and when his disciples reacted he now said actually with men it is absolutely impossible for any rich man to make heaven But with God, all things. So God has come up with a way that you can even have money and still make heaven. Does that sound like an easy thing or a difficult thing? Do you want your making heaven to be a miracle of divine proportions? Or would you like to be a bit safer and just know that you may just make heaven? You don't understand what I'm saying? I'm confusing you. The English is too much. Do you understand that poor people, it doesn't need a miracle of divine proportions for them to be able to make heaven. That for rich people, it takes a divine intervention for it to be possible. You still don't understand? James 2 verse 4 and 5. (laughs) Luke 6. Have you not discriminated amongst yourself and become judges with evil thoughts? Verse 5. Listen, my beloved brothers, read with me. Has not God chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom? He promised those who loved him. Who chose the poor of this world to inherit the kingdom? Who? Go and tear your Bible. Even I mean, write this thing. And tell your Bible. Ah, no, 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 no. No, no, I cannot agree. My Papa said, (laughs) I've told you, you better not be in the Papa section on the day of judgment. Don't go near it. While you are alive, can I suggest to you, Matthew 23, that your Papa should be God in heaven? Pata, Father, can I suggest to you that you should have. One father. Jesus said we have one father. The word means source. The source. May you have one source of truth. He said you all. Call no man rabbi. For you are all brethren. Brothers. You have one teacher. So send the Holy Spirit. He will teach you all things. He will take of mine and give to you. Jesus was the teacher. We are all brothers. You know what I'm doing now? This is an older brother sharing with brethren. I'm just sharing with you the things I've learned from the teacher. You can go and confirm from him if it is true or not. If you don't confirm it, one day you regret So go and confirm. Don't say, Pastor Itase." said. Pastor Ita said what? Who am I? I'm one of your brothers. Just know that some brothers have more sense than some. Some are more honest than some. That's the difference. But you are expected, according to Acts chapter 17, To go and confirm if the things I am saying is so. When you refuse to confirm it. No. I like how the other brother dresses. Walks in slow motion. Preaches in slow motion. His language is smooth. I just like the way he talks. Praise the Lord. I hope you had a great night. As you gather here today. Get ready for it based on the words of god hallelujah tell three people it's a great day to be alive so already your desire to travel abroad already is also already doing you because you like it when people speak very good english and the guy speaks calmly the guy know the sheep. has dignity no he's Like say when lawyers stand in courts that all of them are men of dignity because of how they do Are you serious? If I put on wig and gown it's not a man of dignity. Anyone can act. Have you never acted? Whoever acted in a drama team? Who acted like what you were not? Eh, this sign of good acting is how well we can act. Praise God. Praise God. Brethren, today we have three things to do before we leave this place. Before you step out that door, the Lord would have done four things for you. I bring you three things, but the Lord would do four. Already, you're having goosebumps. Why? I haven't done anything. I'm even acting. You know I'm acting, but you're having goosebumps. Don't you understand you're a psychological being? You're composed of thoughts as they are talking. Pictures of, you know, the more American he sounds, the more impressed you are. All you have to do is pronounce your R's and be intentional in your expressions. Keep a furrowed forehead look intent and make every word sound like it really matters even if you're speaking gibberish. (laughs) So I told the alligator Ali would you like to have some gator? And he said the crocodile won't allow it. And this impresses you. Someone give the praise to God. Practice makes perfect. Anybody can. Who wants to learn your acting lessons? If you do it long enough, it becomes second nature. Once it becomes second nature, you can do it all the time. You know what gets across to them. You don't have to even say anything. You just have to sound like you're saying something. Should I stay in character? The service. Say service. Get them to repeat enough nothing long enough. It sounds like there's insight. The service was arranged and the priests stood in their places with the Levites. In their divisions as the king had ordered just do all the... No, I'm not saying when people are like that. There's the natural thing, just like we in Nigeria speak naturally. There are people who grow up with those influences. It's okay. Speaking to enunciate your words and get people to hear you, it's perfectly fine. doesn't make them wrong. Sounding, speaking with a bit of an accent that is a bit, you know, foreign. If your crowd should influence how you speak. Yes? The problem is when you use it to play on the proclivities of your hearers, your audience, you are trying to avert their attention from what matters to yourself. Your effort is to impress them. And because people tend more to be natural 1st Corinthians chapter 2 above being spiritual, the word for the natural man there is the psychikos man from Suke, which is Greek for soul the soulish man that's not evil, that's not the psychikos man which is the fleshly man. No, the soukikos man, the soulish man is moved by things of the soul. And you can learn to play it like a fiddle. Orators know this, but the best are the preachers. Be impressed by God Someone tell you truth. Be impressed by God. Stop being impressed by man. They'll mislead you. Can impress you strongly enough. Sound intelligent enough. And make you empty all your pockets. Like the pi- piper of Hamelin. May you not be deceived. The mark the Lord puts on your forehead, the mark the Lord puts on you, is the mark of his word, his light, his understanding unfolding to you. The mark of the bond servant of Isaiah chapter 50 and Exodus 23, I think, where it says, The Lord opens your ear that you may hear like the learned. Like a disciple. That's the mark. A disciple. The Greek matatus is one who follows. A follower. A student. A learner. That is the mark. He has opened your ears. Isaiah 50 verse 3 four, five, that you might hear. Give me verse four. At the end of three, he said he awakens. let me just read four. The Lord God has given me the tongue of discipleship to sustain the weary with a word. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear. To listen as a disciple. The Lord God has opened my ears. And I have not been rebellious. Nor have I turned back. This is the mark of the bond servant. He opens your ear. And you are able to hear. You took yourself. You willingly submitted. He opened your ears. He put an all to your ear and he opened it because you said Lord I want to serve you I chose you above myself I want to stay with you I don't want to go anywhere else you're my preferred joy you are the option I chose that's a disciple he puts his mark on you are you understanding the Lord knows this thing. that I have to begin to wind down so Exodus 21, verse 6. Write it from verse 5. But if the servant declares, I love my master and my wife and children, I do not want to go free. Then his master is to bring him before the judges, and he shall take him to the door or doorpost and pierce his ear with an awl. Then he shall serve his master for life shall serve his mind. He pierces, he opens his ear with an all. This is how you get marked. So back to Ezekiel. It tells you in Ezekiel 9, <coughs> follow him through the city and start killing. I showed you that God killed. I took you down to the last book of the New Testament and showed you Jesus threatening to kill people with death. Anyone tells you Jesus doesn't kill and says that the Old Testament prophets didn't know what they're writing, so John too did not know what he's writing. Jesus did not know what he was saying. On judgment day, it will be bloody for you because your man of God, your preferred preacher, will not be the one on the throne of judgment. It will be this Jesus whom you denied before men. You choose a man above your Lord. Let that man save you when the day comes. May he save you when the day comes. Or be wise while you still have breath in you now. And go and sit. Do what all wise people do. Sit down, learn. Ask questions. Take notes. Stop scribbling what you learn from the Bible on the Bible. There's not enough space. Buy notebooks. Buy notebooks. How you bought for school. Buy notebooks. You read your Bible. You see something. Understand, write it down. No, I can't read Bible like that. Just use a devotional. You're not a serious person. And if you're not serious, don't talk to me. You can't argue with me, therefore, you don't deserve to talk to me. You can't be arguing something you refuse to study when others have spent time studying. Study. Hey, I've listened to someone that studied it. Did you confirm? Did you confirm? You listen to someone, did you confirm? The scriptures say that when Paul and co were preaching. The men of Berea were more noble than they of Thessalonica. And what happened? As they were teaching them, he said they were going to confirm and see if the things they said was so. Acts 17 verse 11 and 12. b 11 is the main thing. Now the Berians were more noble-minded than the Thessalonians for they received the message how? With great eagerness and examined the scriptures how? Every day to see. Why did they examine it? To see. Why did they examine scriptures daily? To see. How often did they examine scriptures? Every day. You go to church once a week? Uh, No, me, I try. I try. I try. I I never miss any Sunday. You're a clown. No, me, I go twice. I know in our church, we have three days of programs. May I go twice. I try now. Say, I try. They went, they examine scriptures every day. You think your life is enough? You think you have enough time? Do you know how much there is to learn about God, the maker of heaven and earth? This God who said his thoughts are not your thoughts. You think you'll be skimping for church. You'll be reducing the amount of time you give God. But you're giving more and more time to frivolities or to money. To food. To food. Did you read John 6 that you should not labor for the food that perishes? Did you read it? Ah, we have to go back there before we leave here. Do you hear God say, don't labor? He said, labor for the bread that is from heaven. What is the bread? The word of God. The word is what? Light. Life. He said you should labor for it. So what should you labor? What should you sweat for? Sweat to be in the house of God. Sweat to hear words of God. Sweat. Sweat to go to the house of that brother and sister that always explains things to you in the Bible. That's the one you labor for. According to John 6, verse 27, do not walk for that food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life. What is it that endures to eternal life? First Peter. But the word of God, uh, James, sorry, one. It abides forever. Isaiah 40, all of it. It says, how does he say Come on, give me that memory verse. James chapter one. No, not Isaiah forty, where he was quoting it. Where he said, "First uh, John chapter two, verse fifteen. That's that's it. First John chapter two. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. O oh Lord, your word is settled forever." And you're hustling for, Jesus called it bread that perishes. The one that does not abide forever. The one that comes and goes. You dare, hey, I repeat, I, you see, what I'm known for is being practical. I don't believe in speaking. I hear preachers speak over people's heads. Everybody interprets it the way they want. I don't have time for that. The Bible says you should labor, walk. For the heavenly bread. The heavenly bread. Jesus said it. He said, I am the bread that came from heaven. Labor for Jesus. What should you sweat for? What should make you sweat? Jesus. When I see you sweating in your office. When I see you struggling, hustling through the day. And I ask you, you're working hard. What are you working so hard for? It better be for Jesus. It better be to raise money to give towards the kingdom. It better be to raise money. To buy a Bible. It better be to raise money. To get a message to listen to. It better be something. That is helping the word of God. For the bread from above. Your hustle. Better be to help you obey Jesus. Your hustle should never be. Just for your stomach. Even your stomach your hustle should be to raise money to eat so you can have energy to go and do God's will. Whether it's in the office, on the road, wherever it is. All you do, your labor, should be pointing to one thing. Heavenly thing. So when you're working hard, being faithful in the office, attending classes consistently, reading your book, Focusedly, let it be that you are doing it so you can write your exams without cheating, so you can be an example of the believers. Let it be that so that time you study, you'll be free to go for all the church meetings you have. That's why you're studying, while your classmates are laughing, wasting time there. Why you study? Why you come out early in the morning and study your books? Why in between lectures we teach our people to not go to the hostel and lounge in your friend's room and be laughing? Go to the library. Go to an empty class. Sit with another classmate that is serious-minded and test yourselves. Do mini-studies and test yourself. Instead of, oh, the lecturer, we are waiting for the lecturer. Uh, Our next class is in one hour. Don't waste that one hour. This is what our students were taught for years. This is what you do during that time. While your classmates are hanging around laughing, joking, burning the time. You don't burn it. So that in the evening, your classmates that now go to read by 5, 6, 7. You are in a church meeting. You have not lost anything. Are you understanding? They spend three hours studying. You spend those three hours in a Bible study. But you are taken three to five hours during the day. Are you understanding? Don't look for excuses to dishonor the name of the Lord and say, Eh, when could I study? I was, you know, as a church, people accused us of these things. But from the earliest days, I would teach them. I literally drew timetables. Timetables that our people use, even new people that are coming years later, I drew those timetables for them. As I was drawing it, the Holy Spirit was giving me things. I was like, Hi, God, you didn't show me these things when I was in school. Oh, God, bro. Wow. (laughs) All sorts of wisdom. So reduce it. How many hours do you have a day? Every day, extract your hours. Bundle it. This is how much time you have. You have 50 hours, you have 25 to study. You have this. You have twenty-five total free hours based on your timetable. You have twenty. Sorry, you need six to study. I'm thinking about in a week. No, total about twenty-five hours a week. So give yourself. Share it. This is the time. It's real. Now, if you use this time wisely, I remember doing. Our uh, people were wondering. Eh? I have all that time. I said, yes, you have it. Now redeem this time. Total number of hours, this. This is for church. 15 hours here. This one here. This one here. This one here. You're left with this. Recover. Redeem. To redeem something. Have you heard redeem your token? Redeem your your raffle ticket? Redeem. You redeem time. So God taught them how to redeem time. Redeem time. It's not just supernatural that they would have good results. Sometimes it's also... Even though I know it was hard for many of them, but they tried to obey. And God also looked at their labor of love. And in the earlier days, they would say, These people, all of them will fail. You tell me if that's why you came. So the people started coming out with good, good results. Their results were getting better and better, better and better. When they came here, they had this, and their results were going better. And all those accusers, God silenced all their mouths. In God's lighthouse, they're always in church. Yes. And our students do better and better. How can they be getting better and better when they're always in church? I should tell you. One, this one I've said. Two, expo. From where? Heaven. If you don't like it, break your own head. What do you mean by expo? Oh, God would tell them questions. They would say, God, tell us where to study. You know we were in church. And you tell them where to study. Repeatedly. Over and over again. If you don't like it, I said, find a wall. Not it. So, their classmates, I used to say, Hey, I mean, see, our people talk. I heard a few times where roommates, classmates call parents of our people to report them that they are in church, that they don't read. Then, my people come out and pass, have B, they repeat a year. You think there's no God? i have been doing anyhow? Oh, this is a deal with some of them. i are making noise. They pass better than you. They have better results. And look at the beauty of it. They learned plenty Bible. And they also pass as well or better than you. <laughs> Who lost? Who lost here? Yeah. These guys had two one, two one, two one, two one. You. You had 2-2. Two, two. Or carry over extra years, sir. They also have a deep knowledge of the word of God. You, not see judge God. So who is the loser? Who is the winner? Who is the wise person? The Lord will mark the foreheads of those who are willing but your mind must be on the things above Colossians 3 says now I don't want to read anymore I want to wrap up, I want to pray does anyone have a question even if it's one question I'm trying to also answer questions on Sundays once in a while because I want to know one with an excuse oh I didn't know oh I didn't know, why didn't you know Why did you not know? What will you tell the Lord I didn't know? Scarcely will the righteous be saved. How much more the sinner? God gives signs to point to something. People like Jesus are signs too. When God brings a person as a sign to you, when God lifts a person and uses them as a sign, it's good to pay attention to what they are pointing at. People are signs. Even if that sign is spoken against, rubbish, look at look at them, rubbish. It's still pointing to something, the existence of something else. If you learn to pay attention to what a sign is pointing to, you'll be wise. The word sign is mark. That mark I talked about on the forehead. You either have the sign of the enemy upon you, or you have the sign of God. Question Which sign is on you? Who has signed on you? The entrance of His word brings light. It's a mark, it leaves a mark. It brings understanding to the simple. It informs you. Or the enemy can mark you. The Bible says. Ezekiel 9. He says follow behind and kill. Do not show pity or spare anyone. Who was he killing? Anyone. Slaughter the old men, the young men and maidens. The women and children. Read but do not go near anyone who has the mark so what's the mark of the lord on you the sign of the lord upon you the same of the lord upon you it is protection from destruction the absence of that mark is an assurance of destruction from the Lord. Now, begin at my sanctuary. So they began with the elders who were before the temple. Did I show you this before? Did I show you that judgment will begin in the house of the Lord? Is this the house of the Lord? Did the judgment just begin in the house, who did he begin with? The elders. the elders are the leaders. I hope you know. In case you're from a traditional background, First Peter 5. Uh, um, can you understand that elder is not a title, that it is a job description? That apostles are elders and everyone else? First Peter 5 verse 1. As a fellow elder, a witness of Christ's sufferings and a partaker of the glory to be revealed, I appeal to the elders among you. This is Peter talking. The apostle Peter. He said he's a fellow elder. And he's appealing to the elders. He goes on to tell them not to like money. Not to force people or rule over people. In a wrong way. He tells them a few things. Verse 2 and 3. Be shepherds of God's flock that is among you. Watching over them. Not out of compulsion. Let God not force you. Don't do it out of frustration. Don't watch over God's flock from a bad place. Do it willingly. But because it is God's will. Not out of greed. Don't become a leader amongst God's people because of the money you can make from it. Don't go into pastoring. Are there people going to pastoring for money? Yes, sir. Do it out of eagerness, want to do it to serve, love to serve people. He that seeks <coughs> the office of an episcopus, a superintendent, unfortunately, King James says a bishop, confusion. Episcopus means an overseer. He that seeks that office seeks a good work as what. Paul said to Timothy, Now, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. So we are not meant to lord it. How dare you question me? Question me. You don't lord it. When you lord it, unfortunately, like I was just sharing the other day, 2 2 Corinthians 11, most people, you only respond to being lorded over. It's how you've been shaped. You can't manage suggestions. You can't manage encouragement. You can't manage. Go and read. You should go and read it. Write down. Go and study it for yourself. You can't manage. I don't think you should be doing this. I don't think this is right. It must be compelled. It must be commanded. It must be ordered. You must be terrified. Go and read 2 Corinthians 11. You see where he tells the story. About people, you can only respond to force. Everyone, we are commencing a fourteen-day fast. Everyone, show up. That's the only thing you can. There's always something happen that is compulsory. Everybody, take a seat. You don't even know it's compulsion. The beginning of the month has come. We are going to renew our covenants for the month. Covenant of protection. Of life. Tell me the covenants you guys used to enter. Monthly. Fruitfulness. Health. Long life. Open doors. Breakthrough. Divine intervention. And when you do. Does it always involve money? And then you give money. And God. So if you don't give the money, so God is the heavenly God. If that is not works, what is? Oh, and you do it with, with happiness. Darling, that money, I hope you've kept it well, So you get protection for the month. Very brutal. And his own is monthly. He Always finishes 31st. Oh! And you believed it. That's the suffering of a sinner that will read his Bible. You will always be suffering in this world. I beg God to have no mercy on you. Mm-mm, not God, me. I beg God that me. He should make me not have mercy on you. It's not working. That's why I keep preaching. God please help me ignore these people you came to suffer in this world when they say read your bible you not read so you mean this god collects pay due is the kapu above pay your due for this month is this a small thing you brought only two accidents will i protect you from you're that 17 lined up. You're young. You better go and hustle and bring something. So, you mean God will not protect you if you don't drop him? This is my God. And I'm, I'm telling you, judgment day will be bloody. You think it's a joke. When you find out that all that nonsense you believe, not one did God send, not one. That to secure protection for you, help, food, you had to drop cash. He didn't even say live righteously, he said settle me. Then he sent his boys out, reverend, reverend boy, I'm God's boy. Everyone, we will be inviting to collect money so you'll be saved this month. Oh yeah, everybody that is a member of this church, since you came that you stop Because since you came and not, not once, you have never, not for the year, not for the decade, not for a month, not for a week. You have never given money for any sort of covenant or protection. Are you alive? Yes, sir. Are you safe? Yes, sir. Are you protected? Yes, sir. Do you go home at night? Yes, sir. Ah. Has your health gotten better? Yes, sir. Where's my covenant money? <laughs> God is seeing you. If you leave here and you go and be stupid, anything you deserve. But this is it. That's how you're being compelled. So you don't know why you respond so easily. To whom you yield yourself, servants to obey your servants you are. Why you yield so easily? Why everything when they uh, like, oh man of God, man of God, is because they take money from you. Anyone that is taught from you steadily, you fear. Don't you know? Now one another they fear me. I'm serious. Give me that passage, second, second Corinthians 11. It was just there. 2 Corinthians 11. In fact, verse 20, in fact, you even put up with anyone who enslaves you or exploits you or takes advantage of you or exalts himself or strikes you in the face. To my shame, I concede that we were too weak for that. That's exactly my story. I'm too weak to ever do such a thing. You cannot be oppressive. When people oppress people, they comply. This is Paul to the Corinthian church that he began. So Paul preached to them, then traveled. And other preachers came around. He called them false apostles. They came around. They would oppress the people. Verse 20. They would oppress the people. They would do all sorts of things. They would enslave them. They would exploit them. And Paul wrote to them and said, I know, I I didn't ask you people for offerings when I was there. Even the money I used, I worked with my own hands. That is, Paul refused to even take offerings from these people. Till 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and 8, chapter 7, 8, 9. He now wrote to them and said, I want you guys to partake in the same grace the others did. And he told them they should give towards the poor, not towards him, the poor in Jerusalem but he habitually said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 he said I know I refused to depend on new people I was depending on even other churches that were sending support to me because he was not taking for them they, him they despised him there's something in us that despises people that act nicely See, I just showed you in the Bible it's not it's a real thing so someone that doesn't even deserve honor you give all sorts of honor because he oppresses you why because you're used to being how many of you went to a boarding school were they bullies did you really respect some of those bullies were some of those bullies not even nearly as big and strong as some of the nicer guys and girls were they guys and girls that did not oppress people they're nice but they, you know if they fight with that bully they'll beat up that bully one time but you respected the bully more that's, that's human nature. That's the flesh nature. It's terrible. It responds to the wrong thing. That's why Paul would say, no, no man after the flesh. If you really want to understand this concept I'm saying, go back, start from First Corinthians chapter 9. I'm saying this to the more serious ones. Write down 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Read chapter 9, 10, 11, 9 10 11 read it together in fact you can stop at 10 but i think you should read 11 too just read it paul had great authority in fact read till the end of the book read till the end where he said i am coming oh dear did i say first corinthians I meant 2nd, 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 2nd Corinthians. Read 2nd Corinthians chapter 7. It will t- 7 and 8 will tell you about the giving. Then read 9, 10, 11. So just read to the end of the book. You're going to see him describing everything I've just said. You see him describe it. And he's going to say. Did I do you guys wrong because I was kind? So may we not be people who respond. How many of you don't want God to only lead you through oppression? How many of you want God to lead you through oppression? You always want to suffer a lot before you. All instructions must come with flogging. At least six troops. Six to twelve. Or twenty-four. How many of you would like God to lead you with his words? Have you heard that one word is, does more for a wise person than a hundred strokes in the back of a fool? How many of you don't want to be fools? You don't want to be a fool. Say, God, deliver me from foolishness. Lord, me. Say, Lord help, Lord, help me to be wise. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That means you'll be responding to single words. Do you understand? That means when God talks to you, you just say, sing simply and you just comply. You won't suffer much in this world. I'm serious. You won't suffer much. People who only respond to blues. So God gives them bad pastors who oppress them. Because they don't respond to don't go there. See, I don't like seeing you with this person. Don't be hanging out with them. Block that person's line. Hmm? Okay. You can't respond to simple things. So, you respond to blows of this life. Some, they beat you physically. Physical beating. I, I, I was just going to this way. They don't beat me like that. They haven't beaten you yet. They are yet to beat you. Why were you on that road? Where did you go to? There's no need giving. You know, more and more, I won't be giving some of my examples. Because when I give it, number one, they are the unbelievers. Number two, the people will not come and confess. And even when they confess, I will be afraid to say it. Some I'll say it like that. I say they will beat you. Some, today, today, tomorrow, they will beat them on a road. They won't come and confess. Sometimes, it leaks, lecture. Yeah? I'm serious, though. Some, the day where I talk, and i think they beat them. As I talk, that same day as they go, where they've been, they go before. They wallop them. Mm, because you want the words, don't work. How, how can he just talk now? Is that how it works? Me, I'm a very stubborn person. Very stubborn person. You can't just talk to me. I need I need compulsion. It must be manifestation of Wahala. God forbid. God forbid. May you not have Wahala before you hear what? Amen. May you be a wise man. Okay, I have questions. I wish I stopped before these questions came. You said we will all stand in line for judgment. Please give me more light to the scripture that says that we will not be judged if we judge ourselves. Okay, go and get the messages. I've preached many messages on this. Get them and listen to it. But let me add this. Ask for it and get it. Let me say this little much. That is found in that 1st Corinthians 11 I mentioned earlier. He said, if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. If you want to understand it, you must read it from 1st Corinthians chapter 5. I'm answering you. I'm giving you a thorough answer. Read 1st Corinthians chapter 5, chapter 6, hmm? then jump to chapter 8, 9, 10, 11. That's the answer. Thorough answer. Read it well. Read it. Take notes. The summary of what you find there is that the church of God, they had people in their midst sinning. And he was saying that if they disciplined themselves, when among them they were sin, if they dealt with it, that God would not need to judge them. That question you asked is exactly what I was sharing with the other church, the uh, other members, the ones that are not here, the other half before i came up here it's what i preach all the time if you will deal with issues yourself if when you misbehave you deal with it if you offend him you go to him i am sorry if when you look at the bible you look at it and say the bible says if you offend your brother go to go to him and say brother i'm sorry for what i did to you yesterday. Just why to apologize. The matter is gone. Satan has nothing on you. Oh, if only people understood. Instead of all this fasting and prayer and up and down, running left and right, go and read Zechariah 7, if you want to understand, Right, Zechariah 7, go and read. Fast, running up and down. Why are you running up and down? Go and apologize. Ask God to forgive you. Receive the kindness and the grace of God. Go back to your life. But rather than do that, you go and give a, a dangerous seed in church. <laughs> because your pastor says, You're here and you want to enter a new level of breakthrough. You're experiencing resistance in your business. Take a breakthrough seed. This is how they've ext- oh, the false prosperity gospel. The false one. There's the real one. Then there's the false one. And they deceive you and they say, It's because you don't give your money for the proper thing. When you see a ministry that is doing good, instead of giving your money there, I'll be giving half of my income there. No, you don't give it. So you keep it, hold it. So God sends the devourer in the name of Reverend somebody. Oh, okay, sorry. The devourer is an animal that flies. <laughs> you know what a devourer is? Something that devours. That takes that which you kept. So you won't purposely give in the right place. So he allows the devourer to come and take away. Since you won't give to the righteous. Give to the sinner. Give to a liar. Don't give to those that spread the truth. You give it to those that spread lies. There's no neutral in the spirit. You have to be buying down to somebody. So you judge yourself by saying, wait to, what does God say about my giving? He says, Ephesians 4, let him that stole steal no more. Don't be stealing again. But walk with your hands that which is good that you might have to give to him that has not, the ones that don't have so if you bring it to the church like in Acts uh, chapter 4 they took it and brought it to the leaders of the church who took it, the bible says and gave to those who had need that's how you give oh, for those who don't know, all these things have been said, i one Wonder how should I give them you give to those who administrate it properly oh, there are hungry brethren in this church, take take, take, take those are the kinds of people you give. They are people who don't know the truth. Take, let's print tracts. Let's print, let's send outreach teams out to go and preach. Let's sponsor. As long as your funds go to spreading truth and light. And, but if it comes to me building a skyscraper in my name, if it comes to me to live how I like, buy 28 cars, One for each day of my life. Then you should know you are not giving to the kingdom. You can prove a bit of these things. You look at the man of God, you notice he's always wearing a new color of shoe. Every shade he has one, not brown. He has 28 different colors called brown, different shades. Whenever he shows a new cloth, he gets a shoe to match. You know your money is not going towards him that has not, it's going to him that has. Are you blind, deaf, dumb? You have eyes? You can't see where your money is going. Oh, I told my wife every birthday I'll buy her a new car. You, you're asking me where your money is going? He said, well, that's his business. People say, that, 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 that's your business. Me, all I need is they say I should give. You haven't read your Bible. The Bible says, work with your hands to give to him that does not have. Eh, I just say, I I shouldn't give to a man of God continue you know give to men of God that give to those in need don't give to men of God that eat all if you are under a man of God that eats all it's like a bottomless pit give small just give this is my contribution towards generator money towards rent it's my 2k then take the other 20k and look for where they are giving the needy and drop it there on judgment day jesus will say "Sheep, to my right to my right to my right goat to my left he just starts smiling and towards the right he says, you go side lord you, you said that when those that when you were hungry uh, you visit you fed them when they're thirsty and he says uh-huh hey eh, lord i used to give in church You gave in church. Mm-mm. I said when I was hungry, you had to give to the hungry. Eh, eh, I gave in church now. Didn't they give to the hungry? Uh, pastor, did give to the hungry? You see, you would be late that time. It will be very late. You're asking pastor now. You should have asked him on earth. When you find out that 50 million comes into your church in one month, that's small. Don't even make any sound. That's someone's one-day offering. Don't go there. I'm telling you. Don't go there. (laughs) When you find out that 50 million enter your church every month and out of it, they gave welfare, 500,000. You don't think there's a problem? 500k for welfare? 500k for welfare? No. They should have even more than that, you're to give those in need. You were giving your papa, you were giving all those visiting preachers, and you knew it was not for the poor. Why? Because the reason you gave, they said, I remember when I got my seventh car. You know, I was on the road, on a trip to the United States and the Lord spoke to me. He said, son, nobody goes higher without giving higher. You give up words. When you honor me, I'll honor you. And I got to the United States of America and I took this car which I had bought Just the last time I traveled, and I sold it into a man of God, the great late Reverend, whom I respected so much. He told me, Son, you can never give higher without the Lord, and he prayed for me. I got back to Nigeria. Three cars were waiting for me. I was, you scattered. That's how the man says give higher to fly higher. Take your flying offering. That's how you gave. That's how you gave perpetually. It was all about you. It was not for the poor. It was not for the needy. You know it. You cannot deceive Jesus. Go Go left. Go left. Go left. Go left. Go left. Oh, left. They've tracked your money. All of it ended in a rich man's account, a rich preacher's account. All. It did not go to prison. It did not go to the poor. It did not go to those who didn't have clothes. It did not go to the hungry. It did not go to the test, It didn't go to strangers. It did not. You didn't make provision. You didn't try. As your church was collecting hundreds of millions or even if it's just 10 million you weren't focused on how do we help strangers in this uyo how do we build how do we buy and have a place for students to squat till hostels open or for how do you went there oh no we have family houses what's the size is it enough is there any family house who has gone for service or anywhere is the family house ever big enough Can those churches afford to build more? Yes, they can build 10 times the size of what they build. There's endless things people can do and they don't do. Why? Because it's going to someone's store. And then people are piling it up in bank accounts, piling. Now, it's not my business. I'm just warning you not to be like that. Or one day you regret it. God will ask you why you piled money when people were in such need. Why were you piling? and then you piled money and Jesus came so you mean instead of meeting needs while money was needed you didn't meet the need then Jesus came and met 200 million dollars in your account money that would have made provision for so much good was never used do you understand what I'm saying? this is the approach and this is how you must think about it so so The meeting point between judging yourself so you won't be judged is what I've explained to you. Are you listening to me? This is what I do. What I'm, I'm doing when I'm preaching. This is how I judge myself. I sit myself down. I talk with others. I tell people. Share. And when you assess, pretend it is the day of judgment and put yourself through jury. Do you understand? Now, to be more specific, it says if we... It was actually referring to a church group and saying if the group would judge themselves, they would not be judged. I just shared this just before coming up from the first meeting I had before coming this morning. Learn to be judging your own personal self. Then as a group, learn to judge yourselves from the word. When judgment day comes, there will be few things. When you come on that line, they'll say, oh yes, these ones used to use their money on the needy. Go decide. Everything you can think of. All you need is the Bible. Look at it carefully. Study it carefully. Obey it diligently. On Judgment Day, you may almost have a chance of smiling. Do you understand? Don't be all those people that jump around and hey, I don't even know what they are saying. I don't even know. You will know one day. Be how many of you want to join me? Let's know it now. Expo how many of you want divine expo you want to know the questions of judgment day before judgment day so you can prepare towards it some of you why you're struggling is because you don't believe it can happen you're like i leave that thing nobody is good you can't see me i'm good in my flesh dwells no good thing but christ in me is the hope of glory and it's not just the righteousness of Christ. It's the righteousness of the saints. That's the white garment. So my actions, my lifestyle contributes towards how I will be judged. That day is coming and I'll have to give account. You will too. We will. It starts in the house of God. Why did he say the judgment should start in the sanctuary? They were not judging themselves. Go and read that Ezekiel 9. Chapter from Chapter 8. They were worshipping idols in the house of God. They were telling lies and worshipping things that are not God. Just like people, Christians are doing today, worshipping money. When you do that, it results in judgment. I hope you've heard this. How will someone know that he or she is carrying the mark of the Lord? I've told you, be a disciple. Let the Lord open your ear daily. Keep company with others who fear the Lord. Get the message from Malachi 3. When was it? Wednesday or Friday? Wednesday. Get the message from Wednesday, okay? Get the mark of the Lord on you by living a life of obeying God. Finally, Revelation 7.4 says the mark of the bond servants to be sealed on 144 Israelites. My question is, we are not Israelites, we are Gentiles. How are we apart? When did I preach on 144,000? Last Sunday? When was it? On Wednesday, are you sure? The 144,000. Please, if whoever asked this question was not there, go and get the message and listen to it. I just talked about the 144,000 the other day. But let me say more generally, you are the Israel of God. That's what God calls you. You are the Israel of God. He says in Christ Jesus, there's neither Jew, that's Israelites, or Gentiles. Are you hearing? says in Christ, there's neither Jew nor Gentile. God doesn't look down and say, is he, is he from physical Israel no you are an Israelite in your heart he said whose circumcision is not of the flesh but of the spirit so don't bother about that God doesn't make the distinction between Jew and Gentile in Christ Jesus the middle wall of partition according to Ephesians Colossians have been has been removed we are one new man So when God looks, he doesn't say, is that a Jesus? He sees a child of his. I hope that's clear. All right. We're going to pray briefly and go. All right. I would like to invite you to be here on Wednesday and Friday by 5 p.m. Bible study prayer meeting. Come. Every single meeting you learn something. Did you learn anything today? Were you challenged, encouraged, shaken? strengthened edified there's no meeting you'll be in here that you will not be edified in some form so come pay the price remember labor for the bread which is from above that's the word of god that's the light of god labor for that is that okay labor for that you know sorry you're also invited for Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays. It's the Believer's Bible School. Come. You have a friend that is a pastor, someone that believes they are called to ministry, someone that is serious with God, someone that wants God. You want to be a disciple of Jesus. Attend this Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 5 p.m. If you're online, you can't come. The audios are online somewhere. And you can register with God's Army Mobilizing Kingdom Academy, the Gamka School of Ministry, and the video series is online where I taught on apostolic Christological foundations. Same thing, but maybe with pictures with a bit more. All right? So if you're here in New York physically, five o'clock, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, but the church meets Sunday wednesday friday what do we offer you we offer you a sign pointing to the lord jesus when you come here the lord will leave a sign on your mind you will receive capacity to groan and sigh you will know the difference between good and evil you will know this thing i've been doing is wrong i didn't know I thought when I settle God like that every 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 month beginning. What's today? What's this date? Yes. So, ordinarily, I guess around Nigeria, tomorrow, some first, second, third, you renew a covenant. It's just a money collection scheme, that's all. I'm sorry. But it cannot be anything else. There's no way you can tell me that that's when you buy your protection for the month. What kind of thing is that? Is your. Is he, is he a native doctor? What's that? The covenant you have is entered through the blood of Jesus. It's through the blood of Jesus. Has it gone dry? How can you use money? I don't even mind if you come at the beginning of every month to renew your love for God, your covenant. That is, but to say you, you pay for it, that's such an insult. That's such an insult. You can gather at the beginning of every month to seek the Lord. That's a beautiful thing to do. But you don't need money. Alright? We've never done such a thing. And our people are protected and safe and kept far more than they have been before they came here. Without any settling of any cosmos uh, or uh, any capoon of the cosmos. It's not true. Now that's a simple truth. And you should know it. But many don't. So scriptures are given to teach you these things. Every meeting you come here, you learn something that will help you live better. And more peacefully. Labor for the bread from above. I'd like us to stand to our feet. I'd like you to close your eyes and thank the Lord for the things you've learned. Say thank you, Father. We are grateful for light and understanding. Thank you for grace, for deliverance. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for the truth you give us. Thank you for illumination. Blessed be your name. You are a good God. You are a good God. You are a good God.
1: Thank you, Lord God.
0: Amen. I want you to ask the Lord. Hear me. Don't say, Lord, put your sign on my forehead. It's not magic. When you allow him to open up your ear, when you yield to him and say, Lord, I want to serve you. I don't want to leave you. I don't want to be a visiting person child of god i want to stay in the house i want to live for you you don't want to love god when you're about to write exams or get a job or go for your service and then you leave him when you got a job or marry or have your admission no you must be one who wants to follow him all the days of your life then He will open your ear then you put his mark upon you the mark of a born servant then He will write his name on your forehead and then the enemy will not be able to put his mark on you. Stop trying to say, Lord, please, I pray against every every antichrist. It won't work. Please, forget about vaccines and all that being the way to the mark. Please, have more sense than that. Go and read your Bible. You will have God's seal on you. Because you yield yourself to him. Ask the Lord to help you to be a disciple. That's all. This is the only prayer. Father, I want to follow you. If you don't want to follow him, listen, listen, listen. If you don't want to follow him, don't say, Lord, I want to follow you. Say, Lord, please, the way I see myself, I'm feeling, I don't want to follow you. Because I have plans. Just be honest with God. God, I think I'm so bad. I'm so selfish. Please, can you change this, my heart, that does not want to follow you. I'm saying it so you don't join Him don't be fake God does not like fake God likes real so if you're here you don't want to follow Jesus you don't want to be you want to make it in this world with enough money enough cash you want to live it up say God this is how I am can you change me can you do something on this wicked heart because it's wicked talk like that for the rest of you are saying Lord I want to follow you Lord I want to walk with you God, I want to obey you. God, I want to be your servant till I die. Put your mark on me in the name of Jesus. Come on, you have one minute to talk to the Lord. Receive grace. We look to you, we turn to you, answer every prayer here that is in line with your will. Change the hard heart, soften the darkened mind. Let your light shine bright. cause them to turn to you. Help them to live before your sight. Shine bright. Get a good way.
1: I'm
0: Thank you, Lord God. If you can lift your hands. Father, I'm asking for everyone in this place. You see their hearts, you hear their prayers. Answer them according to your will. Do more than they have asked for or imagined in the name of Jesus. I ask for the person who has struggled with looking left and right. Who greed has dragged. Who is about to get into deep trouble because of greed. I ask for mercy because they came. I ask that these words they hear will be life to them. Teach them contentment. Spirits of greed, I bind you. Everyone that wants to be free of such an influence, let them loose now. Everyone that wants to be contented in this world and be satisfied with having to meet their needs and assist those that I need, I ask that your kindness and love will be released to them and that those who struggle (coughs) with demonic type greed break them free in the name of jesus be free in the name of jesus satan take your hands off them may your eyes be straight before you may you set the lord before you all the days of your life May you never be moved in the name of Jesus. Father, ask for your light to increase in their lives. As they sit down to study your words, the scriptures, may much light come. Give them delight. Give them delight. Give them delight. Let them delight in your words, in the bread from heaven, the true bread from heaven. Everyone here deliver from hustling. For food for their belly. Deliver us from being dragged around by our bellies. May we be dragged around by the bread of heaven. May our eyes be on divine satisfaction. May we be people who can say when we see you Lord. I desired your kingdom to come and your will to be done. Let us be able to stand before you and you say to us. Enter into rest, beloved of my Father. May we be able to say that we were sheep and not goats. May we be able to have served you with our lives and our substance. May we lose the reason for shame when we see you. May we be amongst the righteous that will be saved, O oh Lord. May these words not speak against us on the day of judgment, O Lord. May we know the fear of the Lord. Deliver us from deadness that we consider to be boldness. May we only have the boldness of righteousness, not the boldness of lacking the fear of God. Everyone who lacks the fear of God here, And desires to have the fear of God. May the Lord teach you his fear. From today, may you know him. May you fear him. May you prepare to meet him. When we see him, may we not be ashamed. Thank you.
1: you,
0: Father, we ask for the church in Nigeria. Help us recognize the signs. Deliver us from being blind to signs. Help us recognize the signs. The signs. May we see the signs and avoid evil. Mark your children. And may destruction avoid them. Thank you. I ask for every offering that has been given or will be given here. I ask that your hand will be upon it. I ask that you cause it to multiply. I ask that you cause it to serve you. I ask mighty God that you will cause every need to be supplied according to your riches in glory to Christ Jesus. Give the needy. Let them have. Teach them to serve you. Thank you may spirit of prayer and supplication come on the prayer list lack the ability to pray receive grace to pray to stand before him may it rest on you now like rain let it soak you may this week be delightful to you may the lord pray through you you're here and you're not baptized in the holy spirit that's why your Christian life is the way it is. like, I'm born again. But it is like, it's like eating Gary with Gary. You need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Father, I ask that you answer the ones who need to be baptized in your spirit now. Amen. I ask you that you fill them with your spirit. Amen. Let there be a flow of life. Amen. Let the river flow up and out of you thank you amen, amen. about the last thing i said if you go through this believers bible school series at the end of this series we pray you study baptisms doctrine of baptisms where we talk about baptism in water of the holy spirit and of fire when you understand it light comes the unfolding of His Word will give you light it's easier for you to be baptized in the holy spirit after you understand some of you you know i won't ask you but you know yourself i don't know who i'm talking to but you're here you're not baptized in the holy spirit you are like how do I explain? you're like metal scraping against metal you have a very difficult experience The same thing others can enjoy. You can't enjoy because you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit. If the Lord gave you every good gift from him and he gave the Holy Spirit, you have to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Ask. But if you go through this class, you'll be easier. And at the end, they'll pray for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Okay? So, that's a major way. Stop, Stop doing Christianity 101 permanently. And saying, God, why is it not easier? I'm not enjoying it. You're not enjoying it because you're eating dry bread. You need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. All right, so that's the Lord answering someone's prayer. You've just been answered. Don't say you were not told. Humble yourself. Attend the classes. Ask questions. Find out details. Before you leave, ask. Okay? Ask about what can be done. I hope this is clear. God bless you. We pray you receive eyes to see, ears to hear, and an understanding heart. Remember, test all things and hold fast to what is good. For more information, visit our website at gods-lighthouse.org.